Hello, this is Roy Lilly. Well, look, I know you like a few factoids, so just for you, over 800 chain restaurants have closed due to COVID. And by the look of some of them, I guess they're no great loss to the local authorities, public health department or to global nutrition. Nevertheless, each closure is hard to swallow if you've lost your job and it's one more link out of the supply chain. Here's another one. We've closed almost 800 libraries since 2010. That's about a fifth over the last 10 years. There's been an almost 30% decline in spending on libraries, and that's why. Now, it's a tough read for the librarians, cleaners, admin staff, and the book industry have all lost out. One more. Between 2013 and today, almost 800 GP practices have closed. We also know Nearly 800 GPs have moved overseas in the past six or seven years and the number of fully qualified full-time equivalent GPs working in England dropped by 651 between June 2019 and June 2020. I'd guess the number will be closer to 800 today. The upshot means about two and a half million people have been shunted off to another practice. A lot of highly trained professionals have stopped looking after people or are writing prescriptions and the odd postcard back to Blighty with a view of the beach out of the window. Being a GP must be the best of jobs and the worst of jobs. The highs of spotting a sinister symptom and saving a life and the drudgery of putting up with another old linctus lout like me with lumbago. The best of times when the system works and you can get the staff patients flowing through the system, the results arrive, their notes are clear, the sun's shining, and oh, the worst of times when HMG makes more ridiculous demands, the Daily Mail has another baseless rant, the system grinds to a halt, and one day a little voice inside you says, enough. I can't imagine what a privilege it must be to be a GP, to be the silent partner in a life, put back on the rails, reliving hope, and the joy of wellness. I can imagine the drudgery of being the sinkhole of the NHS, the target of the tabloids and the beck and call of the latest Secretary of State with a bonkers idea. If the health trade press and the BMA are correct, primary care is not a happy place and the numbers are all on the slide. Too few GPs, too many customers means overtrading, melting budgets and hacked off staff. We're in that kind of territory where we say something must be done. Throwing more money is the usual answer. The patchwork court of reimbursements gets wider and thinner. GPs, self-employed, running small businesses, taking the risk is the legacy of a frustrated Bevan who had to settle for what today will be Uber Doc. GPs refused to become part of the NHS and at the time, the BMA said they will become little more than common servants if they did. According to the Paywalled Sunday Times newspaper, and actually there is a workaround if you click on the link in, um, in my e-letter, number 19 is going to sort all this out. Groan. The Times tells us the GPs are going to be nationalised. Oh no, where the legislation is coming from, how the buyouts will be funded, and what happens to practices who say no? Dunno. If it happens, I guess there would be quite a few takers. GPs have defied the common laws of business gravity for years. 
They are self-employed but only have one customer, an estate pension. They're clearly not self-employed, but Her Majesty's Treasury would appear not to want to change that particular prescription. Fixed hours, a decent pension, a company car, guaranteed annual leave and study time is a fair swap for all the hassle of pushing a small business up the hill. I doubt number 19 will pull it off. There is another smarter, easier solution. The wonderful Wolverhampton Trust has vertically integrated local practices. They've taken over 18 practices covering 100,000 patients with partners becoming salaried employees. They manage back office, sort out patient pathways, training and create collegiate working. Recognising patients make no distinction between primary and secondary care. Number 19 apparently wants more of that. Well look, the problem is, once the Department of Health get involved in scaling up a good idea, everything silts up with business cases, plans, rows, accountable offices and uh, the death by bureaucracy. Do you know what? I'm not holding my breath. Thanks for listening. We'll talk again soon. Bye for now.